the odds couple. Starting your weekend of racing off right. Picking winners with SEN's best tipsters. Morning everyone, great to have your company. Odds couple, Saturday morning, stable diet, wherever you may be. The old uh, odds couple coming your way, wherever you are around this wonderful country called Australia, the state of Victoria, the city of Melbourne. Great to have your company as per usual with me in studio, in studio, here this morning. Both of them have bounced in like you wouldn't believe it. I'm going to talk to Lurch about something. D-Taggart. Why wouldn't I bounce in, Scoop? Good morning. Good morning, Australia. And why wouldn't I bounce in, mate, when we've got the number one racing show <laughs> right. between eight and nine? Quite all right. right. Oh, they've all had a crack at us over the years, haven't they, trying to beat us? But, hey, guess what, mate? You never bring we've a good stayed number down. one, pal. Correct. Hey? Correct. Top of the tree, you we and I. We should get that big, foam, that big foam hand saying we're number one, eh? Yeah. Actually, that's what we need. We need one of those. How far yeah. can we fall? Good morning, Simon, David. How far can we fall? We're oh, a long way, mate. There's a lot of competition out there, pal. There's a lot of competition out there, mate. There's podcasts, everything, having a crack at us. Yeah. They're coming at us from everywhere. Mm. Yeah, all those nah, up, up starts with no history behind it. Yeah. <laughs> Here we are. Like me. Hey, we just can't. No, why? You, what are you now? Where, this would be your... I don't know. Third year sort of with us? Oh, you know, you nah, were part-time there no. early days when you were still... Nah. Just, 18 months, you know, isn't it? Doing push-ups and sit-ups down at Gardenia Park. Yeah, just as a, as a uh, professional bib wearer, just getting the boys ready. Um, no, but it's good. It's good to be back. Uh, we're starting to see. I saw Mr. Brightside at the trials earlier this week. So mm. just you just can smell the good ones starting Sniff to come there, back, eh? Simon. Yeah, this is a sniff yeah. of it. Yeah, we mm. can... Uh, what's the first group ones about... 20-odd days away, the uh, Wink Stakes, so not far away. Yeah, it's hap- it happens quick in Sydney, doesn't Very. it? Very. Yes, you forget about that, how they start that well, sort of so month much, before us. So much attention is on the footy finals, and they just creep up on you, the uh, the old G1s. Yeah, they do. Mm. They do. They do. Talking about footy, eh? a little bit of an upset last night, wasn't it? Big upset. Yeah. Good to see. See, if I said that, you'd straight away <laughs> say to me, oh, it's a racing game. It's <laughs> <laughs> a racing game. So you bring but I thought everyone's happy to see Collingwood get beat. I like I the pies. Know. Nah, they're good, aren't I like they? The I still think they're the benchmark. They're off last night. Great entertainers, the pies. And mm. I tell you what, uh, uh, getting back to racing, there's been a few uh, shots fired too regarding what? wages and all that, hasn't there? I don't Throughout know. You're week. telling the story. Off you go. Yeah, well, you're the host with the stop most. Stop smiling at me. Go on. <laughs> off you go. You're going to throw to the Glens Schofield. Oh, you know about it. You're I thought you said you didn't know. You're going to... <laughs> You're going to throw to his comments, are you, on jockeys' wages that they should be paid oh, more? Is go. that where you're coming from? I, I thought you said you didn't know anything about it. Oh, well, let's listen to Glenn oh, Stacefield okay. and see what he has to say. Glenn, not his, not his son, Glenn. Chad. Glenn. Glenn. He's yeah. retired now. Jockeys get 5% of prize money, okay? And whilst the prize money in Australia is really good, trainers get 10%. Do you think jockeys should be rewarded the same as trainers? Um, Interesting. Yeah, look, I guess I don't see why not, really. Jockeys are the only ones that carry risk. Yeah. Personal risk. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And I get like the other side of it, you know, like the trainers will say, oh, well, we're putting the work in day every day. Well, we, you know, as a jockey, you're still going in and doing the track work, doing the trials. And if every time you sit on a horse, it's, you know yourself, it, it's, a, it's a risk. Like it's, it is a great risk. And 
it's you know we're we're self-employed like if we can't work that's you know we don't get paid to ride track work yeah exactly we do all trainers, that for free. trainers get paid to train the horse <laughs> yeah trainers get paid when they sell a horse yes trainers get paid or get clipped the ticket when the horse goes to stud yeah there's a lot more that a trainer can achieve through training than a jockey can through riding yeah we can only ride for a certain amount of time yeah they can train till they're ready to retire at 80 or 90 i think bart cummings stopped training when he um wasn't breathing anymore when he yeah. passed away the poor fellow um so so interesting that the jockeys don't get the same remunerated the same as trainers mm. um i personally think i'm not riding anymore that jockeys should yeah why, why not we carry a lot more risk than anybody else we're going to break into verse there <laughs> <laughs> nice. it's, it's interesting like it's I know what he's saying. He, he rode in Hong Kong for many years. In Asia, you get 10% of first, 5% of the other prize money, right? Mm-hmm. From second downwards. That's probably where he's, he's probably talking about 10% of the winners, not 10% of of the money allocated down a tenth. Uh, he, he's right, though. It, there's a lot of unpaid work that jockeys jockeys do, track work, for instance, and and that, especially the the, the, the top echelon jocks. But they're, they're riding track work and sourcing out and getting getting the best rides. But yeah, he's right. We're just seeing the retirement of Leon McDonald at at, at, at how eight? Yeah, at, at what age though? He's close to eighty. Eighty one, I think. Yeah, right? see, so um, he's right there. He's. Uh, I know we get a training. I know we get a riding fee. But when do trainers do anything for nothing? Everything is billed. I know they do take risks too. Don't forget. When they're, they're, they're still taking risks, saddling up horses and handling horses, probably not the great risk as, as what a jockey is in a race, but it is an interesting one. But I know the top echelon jockeys ask for the extra 5%. Mm. Do they? Mm. They do. Yeah. Especially in group races too. And and a, a number of them now, it's just a given. Hayes do, it, does it, their it, business It's good. industry accepted, albeit to individual basis, but it's yep. industry accepted. Yeah, okay. Jockey A rides for you. you just an appearance you, fee, is it? What, but, yeah, effectively, there's an extra five percent, you know, or that that the old time sling, if you like, because like, the old days, officially, jocks yeah. unofficially yeah, but oh, officially yeah. were on ten percent because sling. You, you used to always the, the rules would say you get the five, and then you generally bet the other five. Yeah, correct. You, you go and have a bet to give them the other five. Get a little bit hard now with five. all the all the makeup of percentages. So mm. back then, yeah, you had five owners. Get, you know, and they would all get together and said, "All right, let's put a hundred dollars each on for the jockey." Mm. Yeah, mm. and uh, yeah, exactly. That's how it, it's interesting. I used to get legged up and go, "You've got the odds to a hundred bucks at twenty to one and, and crap like that." You know, they always threw something on for you. Always a little bit of mounting yard, you know, sort of yeah. incentive. Skullduggery. Yeah, but um, it's not skullduggery. It was incentive. Oh right, sorry, it was bad, poor choice of words. But that's and that's what happens. It's uh, then sort of in the mid nineties that that got started slowly weeding out. Hayes, back in the day, I'm not sure if they still do it. Uh, they bill the owners for an extra, say, 5%, three and a half or two and a half will go to the jockey. And I used to get paid quarterly off the Hayes's if the amount mm. of winners mm. I rode and mm. I used to get slung that extra. I think it was three and a half percent and they'd put an extra one and a half percent towards the strapper and the stable and all that. But but where's it going to stop? Does it, does the strapper go, well, I want a percentage of the horse as well. In, mm. in, in Asia, they get... The strapper gets one uh, percent or two yeah. percent of the prize money as well. At the end of the day, um, the uh, you know the, the onus is going to be on the owner to get to find that extra money. Mm. I don't think the industry is going to find it. Um, it's well, it's going it to be on the owner. So, that's probably so. The... It's the you know, 
it's getting getting all parties together. I'm not anti it. Um, I'm probably more for it because mm. uh, you know you you see the ups and downs, but I, I don't get the, the the Schofield. You know, we we so often go to the races in in carnival time, you know, and and everyone's in their suits and their finery, yep. and you know, there's not a lot of trainers that make money. Exactly right. You know, so so you know, to, to, to sit there and say, and I understand the personal risk. Owed a, I, I, they owe they are owed a lot of money, aren't they? Through well, owed a lot of money, but then they, they can't get winners. You know, like they don't. You know, they they, they go hot and cold with winners, mm. and you know they, they've only got fifty horses in their stable. They can't go and ride on a ten race card and get ten rides. They, they've only got two horses to take the races that day. You know, so so there's lots of still getting things training to balance up. But they've it, got overheads. I know they've got yeah, the staff and all know, that to pay. Yeah, exactly so right. It's it's really. It's an interesting one. I, I think something like this, or if it, if it starts to gain legs. Now, the the one thing where it won't gain legs is, is which I'm segueing into my next topic. <laughs> the one way it won't gain legs is if we let the actual industry um, media organisation called Racing Com drive it, mm. because that 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 then when it'll gain zero legs. Because the biggest story this week, I thought on Racing Com. Well, in the industry. Yeah, and it wasn't on was was the it? non-WIPs meetings. I knew nothing about it until I come across. They're because... apparently talking about now. We're not saying that's gospel, but we're saying okay that came out in the Age and the Herald Sun and whatever in mainstream media. I've gone high and low on Racing dot com, thinking oh, I wonder what the industry mm. comment is on that this morning. There is not one article on Racing dot com. Nothing about whether you know. Uh, Retorting, saying it's right, it's wrong, or this is what we're thinking now that that's broken on the non-whip meetings. I find that extraordinary. The jockeys don't like it. You and when at, you, you sanitise what the news is, and we might like journos or not like journos, yeah. and what they do and how they do oh, it, how they break them, stories, and you know what they do to people, and are they thinking about you know you know what what effects that had on them? All those all, all those sorts of things that that go in the mix. You know, for for racing dot com, just to say no. Nah, no comment and sanitize their product mm. and how it's accepted in the wide racing world. I find extraordinary mm. that they couldn't even find one of their journos to write a, to to get an article out there on whether on behalf of the industry or to give both sides. I find that unbelievable. It was meant to be a secret meeting, wasn't it? See, no, it's not secret anymore. No. So they, you would imagine. So it's it, it, the story's been broken now. Yeah. Whether they've got the because the, they've the fronted the idea for the last the two years about broken. it, haven't they? Well, it's been on the agenda for what? Yeah, we've spoken two about. Years, I reckon for yeah. five years. Yeah, we've had different. Well, that's the whip rule, but the when now they're trying to take the whole whip away, like Sweden. Yeah, and have, and I, and I know the track manager of Sweden, next jockey, and he goes racing's gone downhill since that's happened. Yeah, but we can't have an interpreter on with the conversation. No. We need someone. You're going to have to find someone who speaks better English. No, he speaks perfect right? English. Is he still fishing through the ice, that bloke? <laughs> the ice fishing. But yeah. We have a hard I rode with him in Macau. Jeez, he's a funny bloke. But um, he's he's on the he's managing the track at Sweden. He goes, that's gone downhill. But the, what you're talking about now is that they've had a private meeting, evidently, with some jockeys. I know jockeys hate it. They don't like the whip rule. You look in the stewards' report, Melbourne, Sydney, Adelaide, anywhere you go. Jockeys are getting fine. Misuse of the whip by one. You've hit the horse once, extra inside the you know outside the hundred meters, and they're getting fined. And then the, and then of course there's been a series, and then they get suspended. 
It's just, it is ridiculous. I'm brainless. I openly admit that. Why you wouldn't drive the agenda through racing.com on this is, is beyond me. Yeah, mm. I'm not sure. I'm to not let sure. industry participants have um, a, a, a look at what they're talking about and get feedback from it. Because that, that'll give you a fair idea straight away mm. of what the industry is thinking about. And, and to think it has to be hidden and now we can't showcase it because it's gone out in Main Street media... Gee, it's weak. It's crap. Yeah, it is a bit weak. It's, 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 it is ridiculous. It's driven by the minority, and they're bowing down. It's the world we live in. You go to any pub, especially back in the 90s and that, and you hear the punters, hit it, give it another one. And the whips that they use now, and how many times? Like <laughs> the, these been brought in in the, in the late 2000s, 08, 09. These, you could say they're, they're, they're ridiculous with the whips. That they, they make a bit of a noise, which helps, but... It does not inflict any pain on them. Mm. It's it's like hitting them with a fly swatter. So maybe the only thing that needs to change is a little bit of messaging. Would that be fair? I I, I think the the vehicle of racing dot com um, been, is fair and reasonable to yeah, showcase yeah. the industry. Mm. You know, from the punning point of view, and then we're racing and other. And then then up there will always be a a topic or an issue that needs to be debated. Well. There is, that's that's where you get the feel of your racing community. Mm. You're driving them there to be entertained and to enjoy racing. Well, while they're doing it, get their opinion on these things. Don't just shut them out and treat them like idiots. It's, yeah, it, it, it's to to get sanitised news like that because oh, it might be detrimental or we might get some um, negative feedback. It's just garbage. Mm. Absolute garbage. I'm hearing you, Simon. Mm. The stewards don't like it. It's one extra thing they have to police, and it's hard to police. The stewards should use it, you know, positively for for their their feel of what the racing community are are feeling. I mean, they've built it all up, and then as soon as it gets hard, they shut it down. Yeah. Oh no, can't can't be talking about that. It's it's crap. It's it's absolute. Mm. Drives me drives me nuts. But we've got a ripping day of racing coming up. We're not going to let that get on top of us. Yeah. Well, this is the the last metro meeting of the season. Yes, we are back at the Valley. Yeah. Um, it is. Uh, be fascinating to see how... I'd be a bit scared early days just to see uh, where those winners are coming from at the Valley, but um, we'll get stuck in. We'll are you on the track, the Sabo, the SCN track? You're here yes. all day? Are yeah, you aware of this, JJ? We are right through until the last yeah, Amuni Valley at quarter to six. can't wait. Yeah, so we'll be right on till close to six o'clock. Talking about being right onto it, and we've got to go to a break in a moment, mm-hmm. because we've been so hard hitting in mm. our first segment. We've we've forgotten our best bets from last week. Well, I haven't. Hellhound. <laughs> you said he was a non-winning hack. Eight Did nine dollars. No, I said that about Tazarel the start the, uh, last well, time. Non-winning right, hack. You so said you're, it was. you're going for four best in a row. Wow. I think I've already had four. I think I'm going for five. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. Oh. When are you going to three in a row? So when are you going to give out your best bet? Just at any stage over the next, or right at the end. I'll give it at the end. I've no. always given it at the end. That's mm. tradition. It's tradition. That's yeah. our tradition. Oh, well, I'm just... And last week I went with you breath. just to get him. Yes. <laughs> so that's from you to him. We're both because, correct. Yeah. And you were wrong, David. Yeah, well, I, I had a um, a $6 okay. best today at Mooney Valley. And now you're hearing tags. He, he, he just, he, it's in he the 390 because of the scratchings and that. It's in the 390. So it's in one the out valley. in the quaddy as well. <laughs> your best is at the valley. Oh, you're going oh. one out in the quaddy again. I've got a few bets at Sydney, oh, but I reckon this thing at the valley will win. 
Oh, we better take a break. One out in the quaddy. Regather after that. that. Now you've told us that. Over a, over a 20, is it over a 10,000 no, 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 metres? No. Uh, yeah. What, what are you really gambling Over 2,500, sorry. Over 2,500. confidential support. Visit gamblinghelpline.org.au. <laughs> 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 deary, deary me. We'll come back and have a look at uh, Queensland. We'll uh, the quick update on the sports bet punters. Yep. Club. Uh, Josh will do that for us after the break. And then uh, what's happening up at Eagle Farm. Lots more to come. Still on the Odds Couple. Great to have your company on a Saturday morning. The Odds Couple. Starting your weekend of racing off right. Picking winners with SEN's best tipsters. Make it look easy with Sportsbet. Yeah, sports bet, uh, punters club this afternoon. What what news have you got for us on the punters well, club, Josh? Ma- remember last week, uh, Tags had a strong opinion on what he called the uh, kiddies carnival, the kiddie cup, or whatever you called it during this the yeah. winter time where the, the kids carnival, where the apprentices yeah. uh, would then be unseen and unheard of in yeah. the spring. So I thought, I think your comments, your quote was the Sydney apprentices won't be. You you. Your quote They're was, 8 now, most of them. Your co- quote was, Carlene Heffel will not ride a Group 1 winner this spring, right? Yeah, yeah, and I th- think I'll be pretty spot on. So I went to the team at Sportsbet and said, can we get a market? Oh, here we go. For Carlene Heffel to ride yeah. a Group 1. So if you go to your Sportsbet app, you go to racing, you go all the way across to extras, you'll see an SEN mega bet. Uh, the SEN track special, Carlene Heffel to ride a Group 1 so, winner. Say so 50 to, 50 in to the 1. Springtime. And that's, know what? and that's still unders. Do you know what? Do you know what's happened? I kept this quiet because I wanted to just – it was on the app on Monday. I kept Max it quiet. Max bet 10 bucks. Guess what? The li- I can't say the figure. The li- We've had to take it down and put it back up early this morning. The liability is gigantic. Punters Everyone's have, taking the tags. Don't have, never take the tags. Punters right. have come from the clouds to get involved in the uh, Carly. And she'll be the most popular <laughs> jockey in the springtime because everyone's had a little piece of the fifty to one. So Moody throws her on something that's six to four down the bottom of the weights, carrying fifty-one kilos, and, and you've you're got fifty dollars about it. You're in trouble. So <laughs> if you haven't, if you haven't had a bet on it, it do is, I look worried? Do, is, I look, do I look? Do I look, look worried? Uh, you look something. Good, you look something strange. Uh, if you haven't had something on it, is max bet ten bucks. It's a bit of fun, but. Uh, go to uh, your sports bet at Racing Extras. <laughs> Carlene Heffel to ride a Group 1 winner in the spring. You can Excellent. get 50 won't, get, won't be getting my Peter McKenna, mate. Yeah, great uh, work from our friends there at Sportsbet. Great work week in, week out uh, from Chris Nelson, of course, up there in Queensland. The Winter Carnival's finished, but still some excellent competitive racing happening up there in the northern state. Queensland is your place to race this year. Chris Nelson joins us uh, Right now to talk uh, all things Eagle Farm this afternoon. G'day, Chris. Uh, morning, Simon. Morning, JJ. Morning, Tags. Hello, mate. Hello. What, what, See that you I'm left good. the captain's name to last, but anyway. What, what you got That's for okay. us, Skipper? Left what the, what do you have for us, Skip? Come on, Skip. What do you got for us? Race four, number three, Kanazawa. Had the one run for O'Day Hoisted up here. was a very good effort. Go back and look at Kanazawa's run two starts back, uh, placed behind... Uh, the Stradbroke winner, think about it. Not a bad form line for Kanazawa. You know what? A lot of that, there is a lot of those form lines to think about it, and it's not that great, believe it or not. Well, oh. I'm, I'm, I'm saying today's will be good. Mm. Tags, yep. just get on. We're with Kanaz- you, Chris. Kanazawa. Join a little We're bit of it. Yeah, but for CJ Graham, just needs to get some cover in the runner. I, I don't care if he sits three wide. If he gets cover, I think he'll still beat these. So, race four, number three. Yeah. 
I, I have to tip you Freedom Rally, but I'll be very quick because it's now into a dollar forty. No. Race six, number four, it just wins. Uh, race number nine, horse number two, Kinlock. Uh, two runs back from a break, both at Eagle Farm, both at twelve hundred, both ran third. Thirteen fifty today. We'll get better luck, I would hope. Uh, was wide first up, and then had a little bit of uh, trouble getting a run early in the straight. Second up, but finished off nicely. That step up in distance is the key. It's a good race to last, but I think we can back him each way very confidently. So race nine, number two, Kinlock. And I've got to throw one in at a bit of a price now because of that shorty. Mm. Race two, number nine, Intuitu. two. Now, it's not a massive price because there's so many scratchings out of this race, but I think it'll run really well, Intuitu. two. First up for Annabelle Neesham in Australia over a mile at Randwick. Just got warm late. It was a bit of an eye-catcher really late. And then went to 2000 last time, pulled up with debris and mucus and all sorts of Ooh. stuff in the, uh, in the stomach there or down the throat. So forgive that run completely. This is a weak race. Intuitu wouldn't have to be a starter in this uh, former French galloper who uh, has got some form over the trip. So we'll go each way, race two, number nine, Intuitu, as our value bet, guys. All right. So the first two, I've got 350 as an all up. And then yep. I've got $13 about the, the three all-ups without race two. Beautiful. And so, we can get yep. uh, 7 bucks for win-win place as well because you did say each way Kinlock. So win-win place, still 6 or 7 bucks as well. Chris Ho? Sounds good, JJ. Very good. Good work, Mr. Nelson. Uh, like what you're bringing to the table. We will hear you all afternoon on SEN Track, of course. Looking forward to trackside this afternoon. We've got an early start, so we'll start from race two or three. I'm not sure. I'll wait for directions from Sorry. the captain. Okay. Busy uh, busy afternoon for you up there, Skip. But enjoy, and we'll chat to you again next Saturday on the Odds Couple. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Have a Peter. good day. Right, Chris Nelson joining us there with his Eagle Farm preview. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit Gambling Help Online. Dot org dot au. We're going to go to a news break. On the other side, we'll have uh, trots with Josh Jenkins, uh, who's been on fire with the uh, the horse and sulkies over the last uh, few weeks. And then we'll start getting into our, our big quaddies in Sydney and in Melbourne. Don't go away. Odds couple, Saturday morning. Love having your company. News time. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au The Odds Couple. Starting your weekend of racing off-right. Picking winners with SEN's best tipsters. With 27 minutes it is to 9 o'clock. I did forget earlier... Jordy Canelis here, who's the voice of the World Cup. Yeah. Voice of the World Cup said the Matildas were unbeatable. So, uh, oh. uh, I just started falling apart the moment he said that. I yeah, reckon. three two Nigeria. Yep. Wow. Yep. The was... old voice of soccer here in SEN. Bang! It's hard and to watch. I, I took that as literal. I thought, wow, you know, if Jordy says it, it's right. And he's just absolutely torn the Matildas uh, down in g- one foul Give him credit, though. I heard him on another show with Miles, and he said Germany is a big chance, and they were $10. So I had something on Germany. Well, they haven't won it yet. No, but they're, they're going good. And um, you can you can cash out probably with them, too, as a big profit. We've got Canada next, and Canada are good, aren't they? Yeah, so we're 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 Kaput. Geordie's on. How uh, disappointing! Geordie's out in the booth here. I wouldn't be when Geordie sort of nods now. I'm not giving it as much credibility as I did. Yeah, think. we'll probably beat Canada. Bit harsh. Yeah, you know, Geordie said we've got Canada's got us covered. I reckon we'll probably win three nil now. 
Jordy. It was entertaining. What about the trot? Uh, yeah. Sorry, did trot. you say it's entertaining? No, the uh, Nigerians were entertaining the way oh, they danced their word. way into the stadium yeah. and uh, performed like they did. Well it's done to them. Fantastic, the Nigerians. Um, uh, two bets for us tonight. Now, last week's uh, Blacks of Fake Leap to Fame went under. The best yeah. horse in the world, mm. they were telling us. It did get a flat tyre at the or a, a buckled rim at the top of the straight. That didn't help, but I don't think he would have caught the leader. So he did a good job to run second. You don't still have tubes on the tyres. Yes. Uh, no, I don't tubes. think they've... So you can get a flat tyre, can you? Yeah, you can get a flat tyre. He had a flat tyre for the last 350 metres what of the race. What did he call RACV? Well, he didn't really have time. Didn't really have time to do that. Um, so, honourable performance, but I don't think he was going to win the race regardless. Um, all eyes go to the Eureka on September the 2nd or 3rd. $2.1 million uh, in prize money. Two bets for us tonight. Ballarat yep. uh, is taking centre stage here in Victoria. The doggies are up there, the Sabo, against yes. the GWS. Yeah, the they are. That'll be a good game. Mm. So, if you're in the area, go to the footy and then go to the, uh, the trots. local trots. Yeah. And if you are going to go, make sure you go for race four. That's where our double uh, gets underway. Race four, number two, Kingman. Uh, nice debut win at Bendigo. Pretty slick time. I reckon the price might go off, eighty. I reckon it'll start. It's an Emma Stewart runner. And and strangely enough, I reckon it's multis. But you see Emma Stewart horses, $1.50, and they just keep backing them into $1.15. Mm. Because I think people run them through multis. So take that now. Race four, number two, Ballarat. Into... Into Menangle. What's happened there? Yeah, there's an issue with the airways. It just yawned. Yeah, but it was a bit more. It was, it was sort of like a bit of a, a pug noise. A, bit, a little brown bear wants to have a snooze. Into Menangle, race four, number one, Soho Rhapsody. Uh, this is a nice man. She often finds one better, but. Drawn beautifully here. Overall career resume is rock solid. I think she's a Group One winner. Her best mile rate's one fifty-two point eight. If she goes close to that here, she'll get the job done. She's about two dollars and twenty cents. So four bucks about the double. Ballarat race four number two. Kingman Menangle race four number one. Soho Rhapsody. That'll do us. Uh, they're the ones to go on trots wise this evening. Trotsvision.com.au. Every race live and free. Trotsvision.com.au. Every race live and free. You can lap up the trots at Trots Vision. Time for us to take a break at 24 minutes to 9 o'clock. On the other side of the break, we'll have a look at what's happening up in Sydney before we return to the valley and get a quaddy at the valley that we think might uh, might pay okay today, albeit that Tags hasn't got a one in it. But let's, let's wait and see what the Masters got for us a little later on. Uh, we'll head up to Sydney after this break. The Odds Couple, starting your weekend of racing off-right. Picking winners with SEN's best tipsters. Make it look easy with Sportsbet. In 19 minutes to 9 o'clock, you're with The Odds Couple. Uh, Saturday morning, David Taggart, Josh Jenkins, Simon O'Donnell with you. Ramwick has got a 10-race card this afternoon, um, and... The track and surface were a soft five at the moment. Ah, we'll be on a good four. Yeah. You reckon? Four, I've been listening. Upgrade. Well, it's twenty three and sunny all week. Yeah, we'll yes. be on a good four. Oh, well, you'd hope at so, the moment, perfect condition, soft five. Yeah, no, we'll be on a good jar four. Out. Make, mark my words before the first or after the first, we'll be on a good four. Yeah, your oh. soft five's perfect or good four's perfect. Soft five, I reckon. 
The twenty soft five's good for. Yeah, soft It's got that sponginess out of it. See. The soft five's got just the sponginess. Just a little bit of kindness. Yeah, yeah, sponginess in it. Sorry, it's got the sponginess. Yeah, the give. Yeah. Hey, hey, there's um. Is there a name of back in race three at Royal Randwick today? Well, I don't know. Would you have you had a look at Royal Depends, race depends where that um, mind of yours that is generally very hard to read is coming uh, from. Only one G. Yeah, I know it's only one G. Yeah, they can't spell correct. Oh, race three number oh. five. Tags. <laughs> sure win. Is it named after you? Oh well, he, he he's a. Little fatty, so I suggest. Oh, it's a yes. five-year-old. You weren't hadn't raced for you, you yeah. Been, no, he you actually weren't. was all right first up, but he, he hit the line all right first up in one of these highways. Yeah, but it's but he, five. It can't be named after you. He, no one knew you five years ago. Oh no, no, no. Exactly right. But you he would have been named highways. three years ago though. See, you hate the highways, and he hates. Yeah, but tags is tags is going around. So. And he hates omens. Twelve months. Twelve months. He was off for twelve months. Wow. God almighty. What, what, what were wow. you looking for from me? What did you ask of me before it was Is hijacked? there a market mover in any of the early races at Randwick you'd like to make well, us aware of? Not really. I do. I am fascinated with race number one. It's uh, it, It'll be 20 past 11, so before we're on Taylor air. Swift song, eh? Shaken. Shaken off. Which Shaken off. I think all the SEN form gurus, including Gareth Hall himself, are keen on. No, I think it was because they had James on and he said it can win. <laughs> 360 into 330. Uh, Estriella, though, for Mar Eustace, 310 into 280. So good money about both of those two. Uh, I am invincible two-year-olds looking to get a win in the ATC. Thank you, trainers. Handicap. So mm. a little bit happening there in race number one. Not a lot, though, at this point. There's some market movers uh, in the legs of the Quadrella. Well, Simon. talking of the legs of the Quadrella, let's get to those legs of the Quadrella right mm. now. You make sure you get your pens, pencils, crayons, film gods, be ready. And JJ, we have um, an undefeated horse going around the first leg, which we might take it as a one outie. Well, will we? Because uh, people want to tell me that this horse is going to get beaten today. Mo go magic. So. Four, uh, four runs, four wins. Two fifty into two twenty five. Tintuki at four fifty. Uh, Diamond Dealer at six. Then we're at the double figures. Yeah, I, I don't think it gets beaten, mate. First, he'll strip fitter for his first up run. Where Jeezy was tough too. He looked like he was going to get beat, uh, and he got off the canvas. He, he, he was it was a high pressure race, believe it or not, mm-hmm. that highway, and he and he did enough. And mate, I think he wins. He's going to be hard hard to beat again. This is only a benchmark seventy two. He won a class three. This is I know this is his first benchmark that he's been in because he's won his maiden drive through to his class three. But as I said, he didn't have it at all his uh, way first up, and he was attacked most of the way. So he'll win. Win. Mojo Magic won out number four. Number four in the first leg. Second Ooh. leg. Uh, second leg. We've got a uh, close to odds on here as well. Insurrection won its past couple. Zach Lloyd takes the sit. $2.30. We open this gallery for up $2.40 into $2.20. Back to $2.30. Depor at $5.50. Uh, Rupertar for Rachel King. Bjorn Baker at $7.50. And then we're out to Conscript and the rest. $10 and bigger. Yeah. Uh, insurrection. Uh, he's won his last two in 78 grade and goes up to 88 here. And this horse cannot draw a gate. Nah. Um, and we'll have to, again, he's done at least his last two starts coming across from the outside gate. Again, he draws an outside gate, and I think he's vulnerable today. He's higher class. I can't be taking the five to four, six to four about him. I think Conscript won't know himself in this grade. Um, he is better with the jar in the track, so hopefully it stays us off five and Nash jumps on two. And many declared Deepool to win the Ramoni last start, um, and he got too far back from a bad gate. And the, the race didn't suit him, and he still ran four. So deep was a big chance. So one, three, four, and five. One, three, four, and five. I threw Fox Fighter in as a big roughie. 
because I think he's over the odds. You've missed the best there. But yeah, okay. Race right. nine. Well, we're not interested in race nine. Race nine. We? Well, the favourite here, a well back favourite too, the three year old Stone, Stone Coat. Coat. Um, He'll be four on Monday, though. Should be on uh, Tuesday, sorry. Up on speed, this uh, son of Piero for Gain Adrian. We opened this galloper up $7. Now, there has been uh, 11 cents come out of this market. Three seventy now. Uh, I wonder what Paul Snowden thinks about uh, the 11 Tazarel because uh, he was absolutely magnificent uh, fresh up when uh, Simon and I made him our best of the day. Let's uh, have a listen and see what the, the great Paul Snowden thinks. I'd rather speak to the owner. Right down the weight um, on Saturday. and I think we just need a repeat performance for him to figure again. We got this, um, really natural good speed on his first up run and, and it suited him. Um, like I said, it wasn't suited horses back in the field, but the speed was on. He was back, and he was the only one that sort of made up as much ground as he did on the day and produced a winning effort. So pretty much against the grain of the day, um, the horse is was only going to improve off the back of it, and um, he certainly has done so on the track at home. So looking forward to him um, seeing what he can do second up also. Music to the ears. Oh, it was a big win. To, to be like, Coming it? from last, it was a huge win. It was a great win and congratulations. And But this is a very even race with many of these chances of stepping he up in grade. He skipped over that. He skipped over that. Right. Mm. Now, yes. All right. As I said, number 11, Tazarelli is one that steps up after a very convincing first up win. Coming from last, stays at the mile, which is a slight concern, JJ. You a bit worried? Not going up in trip? Trusting the uh, camp. Mm. All right, Stone Coat, after a solid first up win, he never got it all his way second up, deserves another chance. 4 7 9 11. 4 7 9 11. 4 7 9 11. Okay, I like it. Uh, keeping them safe. Uh, the lucky last. Money for the three here, isn't it? Yeah, Banana, Banana Queen. Queen. 420 into 270. Regal Pom has come out. That's Banana. the only horse that has come out. So, uh, good move for the Nash Rewilla ridden Galloper. Fresh up today. Wind Shadow, eight bucks. River Plate for Busted and Young, $8.50, and then uh, $10 and beyond. About the rest, David. You know, Banana Queen, it resumes, and there, as I said, there's great money to suggest she wins. She does come into this with just the one trial under her belt. That's a big concern oh, no. for me. I don't like that. You know that. Number eight, Windshadow looks to be over the odds here for a last start winner in this grade and distance. Is also three from three over 1,300. Right, it's thirteen hundred meter race. He's right. three from three. Winchester. Yeah. Mirror and of going you. into thirteen hundred with one trial. That's no, 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 no. That's Banana Queen. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah that's first what I mean. up. Yeah, yeah. But go thirteen hundred. Yeah. Yep. And um, Mirror of You it draws pole, and that was her undoing last start after that having one, one. no luck last start. Deserved another chance. So one, two, three, eight and ten. One, two, three, right. eight, ten. Eighty dollars. Eight. Gee, light on numbers. So four, one out in the first leg. Yep. One three four five in the second Correct. leg, four seven nine eleven leg three. Correct. And the final They're leg much. of the quaddy in Sydney. One two three eight and ten. Eighty dollars. Eighty bucks. Eighty dollars if you want that Sydney quaddy with tags this afternoon. Uh, good luck to you if you take it. Well, talking of quaddies, we're going to come back and have a look at the Randwick card, the market movers in the early races, and then of course the. Valley Quaddy. We look forward to that uh, this afternoon. Racing returns to Mooney Valley. We will return after this break. It's 11 minutes to nine. Make it look easy with Sportsbet. Chances are you're about to lose. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. The Odds Couple. Starting your weekend of racing off right. 
Picking winners with SEN's best tipsters. Make it look easy with Sportsbet. Yeah, heading to the Valley this afternoon. Uh, final segment for our Saturday morning top rating number one racing show, The Odds Couple. Let's go to the Valley in the first uh, five events. Josh, anything you would like to make mention of from a market-moving perspective? Well, looking forward to getting back to the Valley for uh, that's first and foremost, Zipping uh, Simon. Race number one, a... Uh, Godolphin Galloper again. Blake Shin on last start winner Resilian mm. uh, six fifty into four dollars and twenty cents. Both horses at the top of the market have had some support. This is a race where Archo Nacho uh, has come out as well. So um, interesting little race. The first one. Just having a look through uh, the first couple. Uh, there's a lot of scratchings early in the day. If you have a look at race number two, basically ignore that market until uh, five minutes time. You've got Outback Miss has come out, Estriella, um, Shaken. So that's about, that's basically a new market yeah, sign. So we knew that because those two were racing in Sydney. In Sydney. That's yeah. right. So uh, those uh, markets, particularly race number uh, two and three, just basically ignore them and see what happens from 9 a.m. onwards. I've had something on Malaboom in that. Have you? The top weight, jump lead and win, hopefully. Hmm. Oh. Okay, let's go to our quaddy. The first leg of the quaddy is a race six over the 2,500 metres. Yes, let's. Just got distracted there. JKN, and I'm about to get distracted when when I hear the little man talk about this race. JKN, Patrick Payne, 420 into 380. Strawberry Rock, uh, the toppy. I wouldn't think Strawberry Rock's got much chance. $3.90. Clayton Moore for uh, old Cameron Luke at 550 and. What's that seven fifty? Strawberry Rock is the toppy, right? He's always competitive in this grade, and we'll find yeah. this a lot easier than when started favourite in the Stayers Cup in Sydney. Gets a claim and draws bad, but will roll forward. Is the best horse in the race and has a very good record on good ground. The eleven JK and as you say, is your favourite again, despite Strawberry Rock kicking his backside when they last met. Blinkers do go on him, but he's better suited with giving the ground a lot are going on. Um, a lot of going on when he won by six. That was on a six. That was in a sixty-four grade on a heavy track too. Don't get that today. No. Yeah. Um. And so Strawberry Rock won one out. One of my best of the days. Oh no, the Toppy in the first. Oh, oh please. The one. Okay. The one Toppy. That's it. You're well, stuffed. We're yeah, stuffed. We no, can't we're not, get mate. it today. No, no. Well, you're, you're saying my best can't win then. We yep. just dropped well, another two in the race. In a stay in six race. months. Oh, come on. We just oh, dropped to number two in the ratings. Oh, dear. Uh, race seven. Uh, the Public Travis service has taken over. Harrison Cup. Rating more than we are. Jimmy yeah. the Bear. Jimmy the Bear. Jimmy the Bear. 460. Equal favourite Chief Altony. $4.60. Urban Oasis. An interesting runner for Nick Ryan. An Irish import. And mm. uh, be fascinated to see what the market does here. 650. Uh, Royal Mile at 950. And Pesquero for Busted and Young. Dean Yendel from an inside gate. 950. Num- number seven, the Summit. Interesting runner as well. Uh, Hong Kong, ex Hong Kong. Summit is French, French horse as well. French, Fourteen dollars yeah. for Mick D and Team Hayes. As I said, this is a Travis Harrison Cup. Of course, he passed away on Mother's Day, ninety-five. Travis, uh, up and coming apprentice at the time, of course, and uh, geez, he, yeah, he's son of Kevin. Um, and Willow's looking for his third Travis uh, Harrison Cup. Who is his cousin? Of course, tricky race to work out. I'll go on the field. Field. Yep. Oh, wow. Oh, what are we dealing with? Uh, race 8, benchmark 78 over a mile. Defiant Diva, 3.30. Shandon Bursch, a toppy at 6. Livoire at 6.50. Arctica, 
for uh, Billy Pin seven fifty. Yeah, <laughs> Scooby can't control his laughter there. And one out to the field. Oh. <laughs> one out to the field. <laughs> Problem is, you won't get to the field because you're getting knocked straight Number out. Number seven, oh. Define Diva just missed last start, and we'll get all the favours from Paul, which he needs going up five kilos from that last start and stays in the same grade. She's your favourite $4, whereas number nine, Delicious Tycoon, who beat her, is at tens. Shandon Birch always races well here and drops in an easier grade to what she has been up against. And the 12, Lavore had no luck last night. Deserves quick another 12. Here, one, seven, eight, and 12. One, seven, eight, and 12. Seven, eight, and 12. Oh, boom. Race number nine, the lucky last 40 minutes past the hour of five. Pirelli, 260. Uh, I don't think we need to say much more, do we, Tags? Mm, no, nah, hard to take the six to four about him, but he mm. can win. Two, five, seven, and 14. Two, five, seven, and 14. Two, five, seven, and 14. How much? 192. Oh, Jesus. 192. So we're going a one out with the one, then the field, one, seven, eight, 12. Yep. And then two, five, seven, seven and 14. fourteen. Best of the day. Uh, we'll go Strawberry Rock, Mooney oh. Valley, race six, number one, Strawberry Rock. <laughs> Josh, best of the day for you. Kidding, aren't you? Your horse up in Sydney. <laughs> oh, Tazarel. Race nine, number 11, Sydney. Tazarel. You have to tip it because you tipped the last start no, with him. I'm going with race eight, number 11 in Sydney, Ruby Tar. Ruby, Ruby Tar. Tar for me <laughs> in Sydney. Good luck to everyone out there. Up next on SEN 1116, off the bench, Sammy Hargraves. Love listening to Sammy on a Saturday morning. Filling in for Hutch. He's with Pickers, who never leaves anything out there. He'll give everything this morning, Pickers. And across uh, on Winners on SEN Track with Gareth Hall. Look I'll be there. I'll be there too in the first half hour with Gareth. Well, right. I'll tune in well, at 9 Bring that back down to a very ordinary level. We look forward to your company again next Saturday on the Odds Couple. Have a great day.